Welcome to Advantage Over, the only global rugby podcast to help you become a better referee. Your host today is Keith Lewis. Are you ready? Time on. Hello there, I'm Keith Lewis and welcome to the Advantage Over podcast brought to you by RugbyReferee.net, the only global resource, news and information site for rugby referees all over the world. It's great that you're listening to this podcast and we really appreciate you plugging us into your earbuds wherever you are in the world. Um, Over the last couple of weeks and months it's been great to see the traction building on RugbyReferee.net and especially lately around our Ref Squad community which is building and growing really nicely. We're heading towards nearly a thousand members now. Um, So if you want to come over and join us, it is for referees only and you'll be very welcome. There's a couple of questions to ask and answer before we let you in. Um, But please do head over to refsquad.com and by the magical wizardry of the internet that will bounce through to uh, the Facebook group where that is Um, and you can join in the conversations, debates and discussions that we're having over there. So so this podcast has until now been either a a sort of longish spiel by me on certain subjects whether it was law changes, updates, some Rugby World Cup stuff or things like that uh, or more often than not an interview with someone from around the refereeing world Um, and I'm still working on bringing you some of that longer form content but for now I wanted to keep the podcast flowing but in a slightly different way. So this is the first of a series of shorter podcasts aimed at keeping your refereeing mind ticking over, um, especially given the events we're all living through all over the rugby world, um, and I hope you are continuing to stay safe and well um, through these tricky times. So over the last year or so, the Ref Squad group um, has had a number of, of conversations about all sorts of things, but some of them have been quite similar um, around particular areas of law or issues specifically about refereeing. Um, so this series of the Advantage Over 5-Minute Referee podcast, and there'll be about 5 or 6 minutes each, um, help to bring some of those discussions that we've had over there and queries to you here, our Advantage Over podcast audience. Um, So the one that's cropped up more often than not is around in goal. Um, It's one of the most queried areas of the game in in those community discussions that we've had over there, particularly for new referees, but for those who are just starting off as well, where some of these scenarios don't happen very often, um, and when they do, it's um, all sorts of stuff might be going through your mind. And it's such an important area, of course, what happens in and around in goal, because some big decisions can be made that can have big repercussions on the game. So we've got to fully understand what the law says and what we're thinking about through and there's quite a few what if scenarios here to cause you a mental problem when you see it for the first time in a game so let's talk about it and we'll come to some of those scenarios in a bit but first of all let's go back to what the book says what does the law say about firstly what is dead what does it mean by the ball is dead Um, so let's just spell it out so the referee will deem the ball to be dead when the ball has been in touch or touching goal the ball has been grounded and in goal there's been a conversion, when a try, penalty or drop goal has been scored, so when you blow the whistle, the ball or ball carrier touches the dead ball line or anything beyond it, and the ball hits anything above the playing area. So those are the things that happen to make the ball dead. Let's have a look at um, another part of law, law 12, kick off and restarts. So this touches about what happens when the ball is kicked from a restart, which is 129 um, or from a 22 dropout, 12.7. When that, so when that ball is kicked to start the game off or at half-time or to restart the game after a score 
or from a 22 dropout. And it says quite clearly, um, if the ball is kicked from the opponent into the opponent's in goal without touching any player, an opponent grounds the ball without delay, or it goes dead through in goal, the non-kicking team has the option of having the kick retaken or a scrum. So really straightforward. And then 12.11 says, and this is where we need to think about really closely, apart from those scenarios, apart from a kick off or a restart kick, if the ball is played or taken into in goal by an attacking player and it is made dead by an opponent, play is restarted with a 22 metre dropout. And that's an element of law we'll come back to in a minute. Then we're going to switch to the scrum law. So law 19.1 now has a table of restart scenarios. So if this happens, what's the scrum restart? And the one that we're looking at here um, is when the ball is taken into in goal by the defending team and made dead. Doesn't say by whom. So the ball is taken into in goal by the defending team and made dead. The scrum restart is to the attacking team at the point nearest where it went in goal. So that, in law, covers most of the things that we're talking about. Um, it sounds dead easy, doesn't it? Of course, it all depends on who puts the ball into end goal. That's the bit to focus on, not necessarily what happens next. So if the defenders put the ball into end goal and it's made dead, it doesn't matter who, it's an attacking scrum. If the attackers put the ball into end goal and it's made dead, doesn't matter by whom, it's a 22 metre dropout. So let's play that through. Um, so if we have an attacker that carries the ball into in goal and the attacker then steps over the dead ball line or into touch in goal, the attacker's made it, has brought it into in goal and it's gone dead. So it's a 22 metre dropout. If a defender throws a rubbish pass into in goal and it bobbles around, doesn't hit where it's aiming for, an attacker gathers it but then steps up, steps into touch in goal or over the dead ball line, it's a five metre scrum because the defenders put it into in goal and then it's been made dead. It doesn't matter who did it. Of course, there are a few exceptions, so let's just touch on those. Firstly, a try. Look at that last one. A defender throws the loose pass into in goal, the attacker gathers it, and then grounds it. That's a try. We all know what a try looks like, so there's no there's no confusion there. It's clearly a try. The other one that comes up, and this is not I'm gonna call it an exception, and you'll hopefully you'll understand why in a minute, is when it comes to a charge down those five meter defending scrums which are passed back into in goal and hopefully it's cleared for touch but occasionally that doesn't happen and we get the charge down and then our brains are going into overdrive um, so it's not really an exception but mentally it feels like it and again what happens what depends here on where the charge down happens and we'll link back um, to the, the previous mantra in a minute so charge down regular feature of the game from grassroots to the uber elite end but one which doesn't really covered much in law which is quite surprising given some of the other things which are in law. Anyway, um, so, so while a charge down is normal activity and itself isn't a problem, when it comes to those, when they happen in goal, that charge down is likely to make the ball dead, which is why we just need to think about it a little bit more carefully, but again, in the same context as we've already talked about. So, if the ball is charged down and the charge down happens in goal, you go back to who put it into in goal, the same as we talked about. In all likelihood, it'll be the defender that passes it back to the 10 or the 15, the fullback, whose, whose aim is going to try and kick it upfield or for touch. Then it's charged down in goal, which goes dead. So going through what we said earlier, the defender has put it into in goal and then it's been made dead. So it'll be an, a, an attacking scrum five metres out. 
Same scenario, but the charge down happens outside in goal, so three or four metres in the field of play. Then the charging down player, i.e. the attacker, is the one who puts it into in goal, and it has then become dead. So, same rules apply. The attacking player has put it into in goal, and it's been med dead. So it's a 22 metre dropout. So stick to the main question, who put it into in goal? That will lead you to the right outcome. On the whole, it's the attack, 22 metres. Dropout. If it's a defender, it's a scrum. Nice and simple, I hope. So have a think about the scenarios that you might have there, um, and ultimately they'll come back to that question and those answers. Um, but one exception that does occasionally crop up, the scenario happens, and this is another conversation that's happened within the community quite a few times, is what happens if the attacker knocks the ball in the field of play and it goes into in goal and then a defender makes it dead. So if we get stick to the mantra there, that would be a 22 metre dropout. The attacker puts it into in goal, the defenders make it dead. But it's been ruled on a number of times now. So the outcome of that 22 metre dropout could be a hoof up field by 60, 70 metres. And, and that's not an, a, a fair outcome from a knock on. So you can't reward a side with potentially that amount of territory because of the knock-on. It's been ruled. You can't go there. Unfortunately, it's not written clearly into law. It used to be, but it's not in the current 2020 law book. Um, so it is a scrum where the ball was knocked on or back out on the usual five-meter line. So you won't find it in the book. You're just going to have to trust us on there. If you've got old copies of law books, it was there. I think 2018, 2017 it was in there, but then came out in the rewrite. But there we go. Another thing that could be an exception if you if you wanted to think of it like this is about what happens when a maul goes into in goal. Now technically you can't have a maul in goal, that's one of the things the law book says quite clearly, that a maul ends once it goes over the goal, goal line, but then you've got the pile of bodies then, what might happen next? Um, well that's not one of those things which is covered by the uh, examples that we've already talked about, so the attacking side do go into in goal and it has been made dead, so in theory you could think of that as being um, an attacking uh, a defending 22 meter dropout, but no, um, it'd just be a quick whistle, five meter scrum on the with the attack ball to put it back in again. So hopefully that one clears that one up too. So there you go. Um, there's a quick law download about in goal. Hope you've enjoyed this shorter form podcast, and um, we'll have more like this in the near future, as well as the longer form ones in the pipeline too. Uh, if you've got any law queries or specific things related to refereeing, you can drop us an email at keith at rugbyreferee.net or you can voice record your question if you like. You've got a phone, you've got a device at some description, get the voice memo out and record your question, send me that audio file as well and then you can be part of the podcast. You don't have to listen to just my voice. Um, and two final things. We'd always appreciate your ratings and reviews on on the podcast wherever you found it so whether that's on apple Podcasts, whether it's google Podcasts, whether it's spotify whether it's stitcher whether it's um cast cloud wherever it is you found this audio podcast and um, whatever your platform is please do go leave us and leave as a review i'd really appreciate it because um, that helps more people like like you find the podcast when they're searching for stuff related to rugby refereeing um, and if you really want to support what we're doing um this is just a, a um a, a hobby that i i, I do to to a keep my eye in and keep my, my brain entertained hopefully to help other people um in refereeing um you can help by supporting the work that we're doing um by heading to if i so say if you like it um 
or you want to help us to, to bring more content like this, you can buy me a coffee or a few coffees or lots of coffee um, by heading to rugbyreferee.net slash coffee and that will bounce you through to our buy me a coffee um, donation side. We really would appreciate it. I'm incredibly grateful to those of you who have already done that. Um, it really does mean an awful lot and helps to um, fund things like this podcast um, or other things that we're bringing to you. So thank you very much for listening. Hope you've enjoyed it. Slightly shorter format. Um, I'll be back very soon. Thanks for listening to the Advantage Over podcast from rugbyreferee.net. We hope you've enjoyed the content that we brought to you this week. What we'd really appreciate is your likes, rates and reviews, wherever it is you found it, whether that's iTunes or Stitcher Radio or TuneIn. Please head over there and leave us a review. We really do appreciate those. Um, we'd also um, ask you to tell your referee colleagues, friends, community um, that about this podcast this is the only rugby referee podcast out there, um, so we hope to get to more earbuds um, over time. We'd also love your feedback um, and your suggestions and your comments, so please let us have them. Um, you can either email us at ref at advantageoverpodcast.com um, or you can find us through the rugbyreferee.net website um, or through Twitter at rugbyrefereenet, which is the same handle you'll find on Instagram as well. We're in all those places, so please do let us know what you think, let us know what you want, um, and how we can help you become better referees in the future. So for now, that is Advantage Over. <laughs>